Live from the fish tank, the home of your one seed blue water walleye. It's your host, Ronnie Schindler, back with another episode of the DSAC Fantasy Podcast. We have a good one as always. I know I say it every time, but it is always true. Uh, we got a guest today to talk about the playoff preview for us. And of course, we all, as always, we have uh, recaps. So. Let's do the recaps first, save the best part for last. I'll try to speed through this here to, to make it a little easier on you guys here. So let's get into that. All right, let's speed through these recaps now. Uh, ditching the, uh, uh, the fun shiny buttons and noises and, and stuff because that's, that's not my style anyway. And, of course, as I do this, the computer wants to freeze. But here we go. All right. First matchup is Spom and Ping tying. 6-6. Six, six. We got three save holds and a zero ERA for Seawald on Spom's end. Seven innings, five Ks, quality start. One, two, nine ERA, point five seven whip for Senga. Six innings, nine Ks, quality start. Zero ERA for Lugo. Eight runs, four homers, 11 rubies with a 1.385 OPS for Walker. And eight runs, three homers, six rubies with a 4.35 average and a 1.405 OPS for Devers. On Ping's end, seven innings, three Ks, quality start. Zero ERA, point seven one whip for Lance Lynn. Six innings, four Ks, quality start. One, five ERA, point eight three whip, four K walk for Eflin. Seven innings, seven Ks, quality start. Zero ERA, point seven one whip for Clevenger. Seven runs, two homers, 12 rubies, six steals, betting 568 with a 1.417. OPS for Julio Rodriguez. My oh my, what a week for J Rod. We got Keith beating Nathan 10 to 1 to 1 from the brink of death. We got three save holds and a zero ERA with a 0.38 whip from Alex Lang. Six innings, seven Ks, quality start, one five ERA, 0.67 whip, infinite K walk from Kikuchi. Six innings, four Ks, quality start, one five ERA, four K walk for Brian Bayo. Six innings, seven Ks, quality start, zero ERA for Pablo Lopez. Ten runs, three homers, eight rubies, and three steals with a 419 average and a 1.212 OPS for Bobby Witt Jr. Nobody for Nathan. We got Mike beating Alex seven to five here. Six and two thirds, six Ks. Quality start one three five ERA point seven five whip six K walk for Erod. Seven innings five Ks. Quality start zero ERA point five seven whip for Brandon Fott. Six innings eight Ks. Quality start zero ERA point five eight eight K walk for Kyle Cy Young Baradish. Seven runs, three homers, six rubies, batting five hundred with a one dot four three one OPS from Mookie Betts. Six runs, two homers, nine rubies. 462 average and a 1.385 OPS for Gunnar Henderson. On Alex's end, six innings, 4K, squally start, 1.5 ERA, 0.33 whip, 4K walk for Bobby Miller, six innings, 4K, squally start, 0 ERA, 0.83 whip from Trevor Williams, six innings, six and a third rather, 7K, squally start, 0 ERA, 0.47 whip from Mackenzie Gore, six innings, 6K, squally start, 1.5 ERA, 0.67 whip, infinite K walk for Patrick Corbin, six and a third, quality start, 0 ERA, 1K, or 3Ks, I think. Uh, a 0.16 whip and an infinite K walk for Dallas Keuchel. And six runs, seven rubies, betting 524, the 1.260 OPS for Harold Ramirez. Specifically, shout out Williams, Keuchel, and the unmentioned Chris Flexen for those quality starts. Big, big fan of you guys at the moment. We got Barry beating Paolo 7-5 here. We got seven innings, 10 Ks, quality start, zero ERA, 0.29 whip, 10 K walk for Spencer Strider. Six and third, two Ks, quality start, zero ERA, 0.47 uh, whip for Bryce Miller, 7 innings, 5 Ks, quality start, 129 ERA, 0.71 whip, infinite K walk from Julio Urias. And then on Paolo's end, we got 6 runs, 4 homers, 5 rubies with a steal with a 1.440 OPS for Spencer Torkelson, 7 runs, 2 homers, 5 rubies with a 412 average and a 1.524 OPS from Charlie Blackman. We have Nut beating Josh, 7-5. Seven, 7 innings, 4 Ks, quality start, 129 ERA from John Gray, 2 quality starts from Kyle Hendricks, 7 innings, 3 Ks, quality start, 0 ERA, 0.57 whip from Bryce Elder. 
on Josh's end, 10 and two-thirds, 15 Ks, a quality start, a 2.53 ERA, and a .84 whip from Max Scherzer. Six innings, 10 Ks, quality start, zero ERA, .83 whip, 10 K walk from Charlie Morton. No offense in this matchup, surprisingly there. Only pitcher uh, shout-outs there. We have Chris waxing yours truly, 9-3 to win the belt in dominant fashion. Got six uh, innings, five Ks, quality start, zero ERA, one whip, five K walk from Savali, six and a third, three Ks, quality start, one, four, two ERA, 0.63 whip from Zach Gallen, six runs, four homers, seven rubies from Pete Alonzo. And on my end, six innings, nine Ks, quality start, one, five ERA, one whip, infinite K walk from Montgomery, seven innings, nine Ks, quality start, a zero ERA, a 0.57 whip at a four or five K walk from Burns, as quite possibly the most dominant starting pitcher pairing in the league, one Montgomery Burns. Ba-dum-ps. All right, category leaders for the week. Spom, big offensive week with 55 runs, 22 homers, and 59 ribbies. Ping with 12 steals. And he also got the ratios here, too, with a 3-2-8-3 average, a 9-3-0-9 OPS. Spom with 96 Ks. Alex and Nutt splitting quality starts apiece with 7. Keith with a 2-5-9-6 ERA. Alex with a 1.056 whip. Spam with a 4.174K walk, and Spam again, with nine save holds. Big, big week for Spam, a dominant week. Ended up only in a tie, but a very strong showing. Uh, records of the week, Ping set a new high for average, and Nathan set a new worst for ERA. Uh, all three worst ERAs now have been set in 2023. Tom is thrilled about not having to worry about ERA on his uh, blip anymore. That's like a, a negative on his, his resume. Um, players of the week, I can assume these will be um, Alex's, J-Rod for Ping, Strider for Barry, and Iglesias for Mike. Barry's top five is J-Rod for Ping, Witt for Keefe, Walker for Spom, Rosario, and Betts both for Mike. Strider for Barry, Allen for Mike, Scherzer and Morton for Josh, Flexen for Alex. And relievers, Iglesias for Mike, Duran for Spom, Lang for Keefe, Montero for Paolo, and Kenley Jansen also for Spom. We did the GM awards. Let's take a look now at the category leaders overall on the whole season. We got Mike with a whopping 947 runs, Josh 281 homers, Nathan 936 steals, Ronnie setting a new stolen base record with 186, Mike with a 2669 average and a 7946 OPS, and then Josh dominated the pitching as one would expect. 1,694 Ks, 138 quality starts, a 3.533 ERA, a 1.206 whip, a 3.723 K walk, and then Spam sneaking in with 127 safe holds. So we can move now to the rotor table, I guess, here as we wrap things up. Mike with 110 up top, Ping with 101, Josh 99, Spam 93, Chris and Keith 86 apiece. Nut with 80, me with 74, Nathan 70, Barry 70, Alex 36, Paolo 31. The big movers here, Chris moves up three spots. Uh, Ronnie and Nathan and Josh all fall too. Uh, from a Roto Point perspective, Ronnie and Nathan dropping 11 points each. Chris gaining seven, as do Ping and Mike. Bats only, Mike with 58, Nut 55, Spawn 54, Ping 48, Nathan 43, Ronnie 39, Chris 36, Josh 35, Keith 31, Barry 28, Paolo 23, Alex 18. Big movers here, Ping moving up three spots and getting 13 points in the process. Nathan losing nine points in the process. And pitching, 
uh, Josh, 64, Keith, 55, Ping, 53, Mike, 52, Chris, 50, Barry, 42, Spom, 39, Ronnie, 35, Nathan, 27, Nut, 25, Alex, 18, and Paolo, 8. The big movers here really is just me falling two and losing seven spots. Ping also lost six points, rather. I lost two spots and seven points. Ping loses six points as well. Uh, and the mic ratio, the worst this year was Paolo with a 3.021. The best was Barry with a 4.055. I guess, too, we can take a quick look here at the uh, the, the team, the all-DSAC team here. Uh, Chris, I don't think, has quite filled out the awards or everything yet. Um, Strider will win Cy Young. MVP is probably going to be Otani. I think Chris just doesn't quite want to uh, do... Uh, he doesn't want to have to put someone down other than Acuna for MVP, I believe. Um, rookie of the year, Bobby Witt Jr. Not sure who the pitcher one is yet. Chris does a placeholder there. Uh, value hitter, Bobby Witt Jr. for Keith, And Justin Steele on the pitching end for Chris. The all-rookie team that I put together, the two infielders, Bobby Witt and Josh Jung, both of Keefe. Corbin Carroll and Josh Lowe of Ron and Barry. And then at pitcher, Bryce Miller and Kodai Senga for Barry and for Spom. Your all-DSAC team catcher, Sean Murphy for Mike. First base, Freddie Freeman for Ping. Second base, Ozzy Albies for Nathan. Third base, Austin Riley for yours truly. Shortstop, Bobby Witt Jr. for Keith. Middle infield, Matt Olson for Nutt. Corner infield, Corey Seager also for Nutt. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. for Spom. Mookie Betts for Mike. Kyle Tucker for Mike. Corbin Carroll for Ron, Julio Rodriguez for Ping, Shohei Otani for Ping, and Cody Bellinger for Barry wraps up your offense. Pitchers, Spencer Trider for Barry, George Kirby for Josh, Logan Webb for Josh, Zach Gallen for Chris, Garrett Cole for Josh. Uh, we got Flex Bautista, that should be Felix Chris. Uh, for Chris, oddly enough, Joel Piamps for Ping, Yenier Cano for Nut, Pablo Lopez for Keith, and Kevin Gossman for Josh. It's a very Josh-heavy pitcher, and a, a ping-heavy and a mic-heavy offense. So this is a really fun regular season. Um, maybe the most fun we've had so far. Hopefully that can continue into next year and we can you know, even get further than this. That'd be really fun. This league is truly great. And uh, the more fun we can have, why not? Huh? So see, I... Th- <sighs> I don't think there's anything else to go over for wrapping things up for the regular season here. So let's uh, put in a pin in this here, stop my rambling, and get on to the interview with Chris, the uh, the good stuff, so to speak. Uh, actually, sorry to ruin your guys' mood here. I did forget to uh, to do something, and that would be to go over the, the final standings, and I guess we're going to do the, the, the playoff preview anyway. I don't need to really look at the, the matchups this week, but we can do that briefly anyways. So the one seed uh, ends up being me. Admittedly not sure how that happened. Um, I had fewer wins than second or third, but also fewer losses and two more ties. Um, the second seed, based on the, the actual tiebreaker, is Spom. Mike gets the unlucky three seed. Ping in four, two games back. Josh in fifth, four and a half back. Chris in sixth, 13 back. 
the top five all within five games of each other. A lot of parity here. Uh, I can really see a few teams really taking this all the way. I think two of them have a particularly good shot. There's three others who I think could very well do it as well. And then there's me. Don't feel good about that, but never know. Keith finished a close seventh, only 16 games back, just three behind sixth place. Chris, Nut and Eighth, 24 and a half back. Barry, 32 back. Nathan, 34 and a half back. Alex, 66 and a half back. And Paolo, 71 back. And then that leaves the two playoff matchups as fourth place Ping and fifth place Josh. And then third place Mike and sixth place Chris. Now we can turn it over to Chris as we start to preview these matchups. All right, and now for this playoff preview, we welcome on the person who is, well, the guest for most playoff previews. Uh, it's fitting that we have the commissioner on, Chris. How are we doing tonight, Chris? Doing all right, man. What's up? Uh, not a whole lot. Habitually checking my team and, you know, kind of got Yeah. I hope on Wednesday there's a correction and it switches because you haven't set your lineups for anything. You, you end up in a huge hole. Oh, I'm still setting my lineups. I'm just not doing it. Because I, I think I can still look at my, air quotes, matchup and see my totals. So I can kind of, you know, track how I, how I will be doing against, uh, let's say, Ping or Josh, because that's my side of the bracket, and how much they would be kicking my ass. Let's see if it'll let me do it. Bye-bye. And, 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 yeah, it does, sort of. I can kind of see what you're doing. Yeah. Off to a 3 and 10 start with a run in RBI. Not too bad. I didn't know I got a third hit. That's good to know. Uh, but yeah, we have the preview. That is what we are here for. Do we want to do your matchup first, or do we want to do the other quarterfinal first? Uh, we'll start with mine. This is the 3-6. Uh, the makes the most sense. And I'm here. Yeah. Let's keep me talking. Sounds good. Uh, you, said so, you, all right. had all, you said you had everything pretty much prepared for that, so I'll kind of you know wind you up here and let you go. Yeah, yeah, so I was uh, really excited for this match. We just beat the walleye, so I was like, oh, we're going to do it again second time in a row. And I'm going to sleep expecting this. Um, we do it again, and then I wake up, and there's pandemonium. I'm telling you, pandemonium in the chat. Uh, it turns out that you somehow ended up in first with uh, a three-way tie, which is a lot yeah, of fun. I, I don't understand it. I, I can only imagine your your facial reactions like, oh God, what the fuck am I gonna do? <laughs> I was like, I can just I can just blame it on ESPN at the end of the day. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change anything and set a precedent. Um, but yeah, I was pretty I was pretty shocked by that. I think what happened was because the head to head doesn't apply for you due to just unbalanced scheduling, uh, which was gonna chance that could happen anyway. There's no way a, a, a fully balanced schedule can happen for every team. Um, because, you know, we, we don't play everyone twice. We could just kick two people out. Yeah. We could yeah, have, we we could have that. 10. Well, no, that, that still comes down to, uh, yeah, I guess if you have 10. Yeah, 10. I'd have to make it. Only four yeah. teams make it, extend the regular season one week. There's, or no, I'm sorry, you'd, you'd have to go, you'd have to shorten it by one week. That's how the math works. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, like but uh, I think it determined the, uh, the order for them, the other two. And then you won on the uh, 
the coin flip, the auto coin flip that ESPN did that we have no record of, by the way. We don't know how it really turned out. You do have LM powers. Uh, just the, the league should know this. Yeah, there's, I did but, not. Uh, I I got yeah, woken up by. Yeah, I got woken up by an Amber Alert this morning, like six a.m., and I just happened to check. Like, oh, it's probably refreshed, and I was pleasantly surprised and unable to fall back asleep because I was so excited. <laughs> Um, so let's see this playoff bracket real quick. You would probably, I don't think, yeah, I think it's, so you're looking at the winner of the, the whale or mudslides. You may have gotten kind of fucked there. I think I'd rather have the winner of the Joven versus Apes, but. I don't think I do. You really? I don't. You feel like you match up better with, it's the whale slash mudslides? Uh, I feel I match up least bad against that. Uh, Okay. We'll, we'll Is it because we'll so get, I just destroyed you nine and three and you're um, okay. don't don't worry. Don't don't break your hand there patting yourself on the back so hard, but uh we'll get to it I'll later. Just pat the belt instead. Okay. We'll get to it later, but I, I think Mike is my favorite to win it all. And then he's got a good team. And then if you do beat him for whatever reason, I've had no luck against you this year. And that's not me trying to like say it's bad luck. I'm just saying, like, I've had good luck against everybody else, and then I play you, and it just evaporates. Yeah, the best team wins. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Or ties. Yeah, we did tie. Uh, that, so. but yeah, I'm actually pretty happy that it turned out that way, because I feel like if I'm going to have a chance against anyone, I think it's actually Mike out of everyone, because I know his offense will likely roll me. I mean, let's be honest. I'll get into that later, but his, he's got a much better offense. But his pitching is a little weak, and uh, while the Whale and Mudslide, they both have really good really good pitching, you have pretty good pitching. Uh, so I think this road here with Joe and Flamingo, both which have suspect pitching, that gives me the best opportunity to sort of take it. Yeah. Just to, All I have to do is just win, win a couple of you know, cats, I'm not supposed to win. I've got a chance at the, yeah. the finals. Oh, I just hit a moment. Hey, hold on, let me get a, a Cherry Carpenter. Man, this dude has been killing it. Yeah, I I can't say I expected, you know, him to, to go on this tear. I, it was really, you know, kind of funny being able to make the uh, the, the Carpenter is risen up to three days joke uh, when you cut him the first time. And then it's, yeah. it's, it's aged kind of bad. It's uh, it's benefited you a whole lot to to get him back and to have him in this, this run of form he's on. Yeah, see, let me see. Well, I clicked something and it's accidentally ungrouped me trying to add a file for my computer. So there we go. There we go. Let's see how he's done lately. Give him a little clicky click because I know he's been killing it. Do 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 do. His August. He, got, he like, is six homers. He's got an 1132 OPS with seven, well, now eight home runs. That is awesome. Hitting 354, 408 on base percentage. Sweet. Um, but yeah, so this matchup against Mike, um, I did a little, a little uh, I wouldn't call it a deep dive, like a medium dive. I can't swim well, so I don't want to go too deep. But I did a, a little medium dive to see our pitching matchups, because that's really what's going to decide this. If uh, if I can get lucky with some pitching, get a one or two, one or two 
stats. I think I'll, on the hitting side, I think I'll, I can make it out. That, that's my road is on pitching. Yeah, and I so not to not to cut you off here, but I think as we learned from best ball last year, out of the two of you, Rachel's the one who does the deep dives. So you don't. So yes, carry on. yes, yes. <clears throat> well, she gets deep divin. That's dovin. Deep dovin. Anywho, enough about my wife's cavernous vagina. Um, we both. So I went into it and I noticed that uh, Mike actually had the lead on pitching this week, twelve to ten. So I made a, a quick, or no, twelve to nine. So I made a, a few moves. Already cut out my moves for the for the week. Uh, so I, I evened it out today at twelve twelve. Hopefully he doesn't make any moves at all. It just stays zero and four for transactions because he's got a great team. He doesn't even need to uh, make any transactions, right, Mike? But uh, I went through each one. Went through their. Uh, their matchups, and I gave them all a rating. So, Ooh. if you go up against a, a top ten or top eight offense, I broke it up to four four categories. So, top eight offense, it's a red. That's usually a stunt that you don't want to make. Next is yellow. So the next eight teams, and this is kind of a differentiation in overall teams uh, offense. I went by uh, uh, run scored, kind of eyeballed it there. But the next eight would get you a yellow. Next six, we get you a blue, and the bottom 18th, we get you a green. You have to start it. Uh, you'd be a full notch. So today, Mike and I both had uh, a green and a blue. We had Castillo and, and Nola. I have Blackburn and Winans. Winans. Uh, it's, not, it's not looking too great for either of us right now. <laughs> These blue matchups should be, should be easy quality start. I am already in trouble having given up three. Nola has given up has given up two. Um and it's allowed a lot of hits. Yeah, so this is supposed to be the, the easy day for us. Yeah. Sounds like by you used the wrong blue, it should have been a B L E W start. Yeah, yeah, that's that's <clears throat> fantastic. Good one. Uh shoot me. But all things considered, um I did a did for each one, and <laughs> Mike has two greens, which is must starts, and three blues. So, you, you, I think you're probably gonna you're probably gonna make that start. It's bottom half of the league in the offense, but he also has five yellows and two. Oh, Bryce Harper so, home run! Let's go. <clears throat> go for it. Too bad it doesn't mean anything. But uh, so he's got a he's got a bit of a, a tough matchup there. Me on the other. I'm liking what I'm seeing. I, I was a little worried. You know, I, you go into the past, you get nervous. It is what it is. Uh, but I, I have five green matchups, three blue matchups, and only two yellows and two reds. So on paper, I should wallop him on the on the ratios at the very least. Likely the quality starts. Uh, hopefully that happens. I don't know. I think it will. Uh, if my shitty 2016 Excel... A uh, little sheet here is telling me the truth. Um, I did a, a quick look at how we're doing lately. So, um, say the last three three weeks. Funnily enough, I actually faced him in those three weeks, and we, I think I won. Yeah, I won six five one. Uh, but the next two weeks, he absolutely would have destroyed me. Or no, he would have destroyed me the next week, and then another week uh, we would have tied. So one 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 on win-loss ratio, so we're actually pretty tied there, but he, he kills me on categories 13-21-2, or 13-21-1. Um, key injuries, he's missing Trout and Gorman, 
I'm missing Braley, Naylor, and I guess you could say Donovan. I'm kind of happy Gonsolin got hurt. He's been just ass shit since the All-Star break. Uh, it's mm-hmm. been, I call it Killer G's, but it's no Killer Jesus. He's he's out there. He's destroying my, my numbers. Yeah, sounds like didn't Mike say Trout's supposed to be back anyway? So it sounds like he might not even miss yeah, yeah. so. I'm supposed to possibly get Fraley back. We'll see. He says he's going to play through the broken toe. Uh, and I don't think I'll get Naylor back, which is unfortunate. Maybe next week. I mean, um, you did say you were preparing to face the fish. You just didn't know which fish. Oh, uh, yes, yes, because trout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you are you are killing it right now. Always. And then I did a quick, just a quick look at our... Our hitters over the last three weeks, or last two weeks, PR 15, his add up to 64, while mine only add up to 51. So he's absolutely throttling me there on on the offensive end. But I can grab stolen bases from him. That's where he's that's where he's sort of weak. That's that's going to be my in on the offensive bats is is uh, stolen bases and and hopefully grab at least one of the one of average and OPS. If I can do that clear the ratios, get safe holds, and get quality starts. Um, I think I can get this 7-5. I think. Very, I think he's going to get me on Ks, though, for sure. KB, uh, strike-up-and-walk ratio is going to be tough for me. It's, I'm pretty bad there, so we'll see what happens there. But um, I'm liking my chances. Pretty on brand for the Apes to have a, a key focal point of their strategy to be stealing. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. Yeah, so especially against Mike when I've already stolen like two more <laughs> categories on top of it. This this just feels kind of rude, you know, right? <laughs> like 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 you're stealing a kid's lunch money, and then you go back like a week later and you just like keep doing it. Like yeah, I mean he's a piggy bank. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> my gosh, come on, man, let's get out of this. All right, so what is your official score prediction? I'm assuming you think it's seven five you. I think it's six five one me. Six five one you with right. a uh, a scoring correction though. <laughs> I, I I assume that scoring correction will take it from a six six tie in which Mike advances into a six five one victory for you in which you replace him. I don't know why you would think that. I mean, I feel like it would very be you know be befitting of how it's gone in the previous two matches for you guys. Are you calling me a cheater? No, I'm just saying I for the, the okay, okay, okay. Well, not not yet. If 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 it happens, I may change my tune. But for the sake of this podcast, so how do you think it's gonna go? You you think he's gonna just roll me, right? I wouldn't say roll, but I I just genuinely think he's like. I mean, did you if you paid attention to the roto table earlier, he's just yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> he's and let's be honest, he was tied for the the best record in the league. Yeah. So he's just just bad at coin flips. Yeah, he's just there's not really a weakness on on his team. Uh, you know the the pitching isn't like supremely good, but assuming Nola gets his QS, you know Zach Wheeler's pretty talented. Kyle Bradish yeah. is, I I know he posts the Bradish Cy Young season gift, but like he's a sneaky Cy Young candidate maybe in the AL. Uh, Verlander, playoff Verlander. Well, hopefully not for his sake, not World Series Verlander. World Series Verlander kind of sucks. Uh, You you do have to face Brandon Fott, who is 
been one of those thorns in your side, despite the fact that he's like not a thorn in anyone else's side, apparently. Yeah, yeah. And Nola usually gets me as well, so and Wheeler. So I'm really sad about that. Nola getting out of the Nola getting out of the first inning whenever he allowed four hits is just a kick to the dick. Because I thought, okay, now's my chance. Right now we can hit ratios early. I can be a little bitch about it and kind of pick and choose because I have my easy one. I could just I was gonna sit Gallon against Texas, and then after that it's kind of smooth sailing until Oviedo against the Cubs, who shockingly top five team in the league with uh, offense. Who would have thought about that? I, I had no idea. Really? I saw that. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Top five yeah. run scored or top eight, definitely I, top eight. I would think it's. I would have had the Cubs on my green light list. Like, okay, yeah, Cubs, hell yeah, start my guy against this. Oh guy. yeah, same, same. No, they're um, let's see, Red Sox are eight. I forget who's seven or Houston is seven, so they're at least top six. Well, but yeah, they've to be fair, run scored. To be fair, the Red Sox did just have a three-game series against the Yankees. They'd probably be like fifteen if you had done that like four days ago. I was shocked that the Yankees were so low. I know they've been bad, but they can't. I hit. think they're 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 a green light team. <laughs> yeah, I I had a claim in on someone earlier today before I you know. Removed it for obvious reasons, and one of those a matchup was against the Yankees. I I would actively seek out the Yankees to target for streaming. But, All right, so uh, what, what are you feeling? I'll say, you've, you've already chosen. You've already chosen, Mike. But what's the uh, what's the category split? I'll say seven four one. Seven four one. Okay. A close. A close seven four one. But I I I just I just think if he gets you know. Two of the three pitching ratios. That's that's probably tough sledding for you. Yeah, it's gonna be church. I'm really worried about straight up to walk ratio. Well, so far you guys both have an infinite one, so you got that going for you. <laughs> All right. I, All right. Next matchup. I did not go into nearly that much depth uh, as you did breaking down pitching matchups here, but. I see two teams trending in the opposite direction. I see Ping, who has been on an absolute heater since about late May, and Josh, who is just absolutely stumbling into the playoffs. Um, not very good results. The The offense in particular for Josh has been, like, nowhere to be found, like, at all. So I did – so I do the roto tables every four weeks. So the last one I did was, was week 16, and then I did one today for week 19. And Josh had lost – Two spots and on offense and five total roto points on offense. Ping is Ping gained thirteen points on offense <laughs> over that span. I think there was a point that Ping was thinking about selling too. Yeah, Remember, Trey Turner was completely awful. The only piece of offense he had was uh, was Otani and I guess Freeman after he made that move. But there was a point whenever Ping was I remember him being below me and then he just like. 12 out a few people or something like that. He's he's had like four or five double digit category wins since like late May. He's <laughs> I I do not want to face well, I don't want to face him or Mike, to be honest right now. Uh so I think this really Josh has to be on his absolute game pitching wise this week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I completely agree. He has it in him. I mean, he led every single starting pitcher category on the season he had multiple pitchers on the all dsac team but as we've seen when his pitching is off like they're all off 
and he needs them to be all on to really have a chance here unless the offense is going to going to wake up for him but he's already down Wander Franco who luckily for him can go on the IL. Um, yeah, I was surprised to see that. I'll, I was a little disappointed. <laughs> I'll be I'll be curious to see uh, if that changes if he goes on the restricted list is yeah. that the, I don't know which yeah, whatever, what it is, yeah. yeah whatever whatever the next level up is I wonder if he'll still be able to do that. Josh could obviously keep him there, but he would sacrifice his ability to make claims. Um, Abreu just hit the IL, but that's probably a benefit for him, if we're being honest. Um, oh, he's on the restricted list now. They give him no status. I guess it's like a full-on actual suspension. Okay. Well, I think there's a level above the restricted list then, because I know they're still debating on whether or not to put him on a different list. So... Well, granted, he's probably already on a few lists anyway, but not the, the baseball <laughs> types of lists. Um, yeah, at the same time, though, I mean, as bad as the offense has been, you see Goldschmidt, you see Arenado, you see Bogarts. That's, that's a lot of star power and name value there. I mean, if, if those two, those three really can can turn it on, that'll, uh, that can rejuvenate a whole offense for, for Josh. But then you go ahead and you scroll down to the other team, you see Freddie Freeman, who, you know, might actually be a strong candidate for NL MVP anymore. I don't know if Ronald Acuna Jr. has it sewn up at the moment. Um, Jamer Candelario has, like, been, like, actually really good lately. Like, the second yeah. half of the year. Had him earlier in the year, and he disappointed me. So that's unfortunate. Trey yeah, Turner's I, waking I watched up. him on the, on, the, on the wire for such a long time. I was like, he's, he's going to give in eventually. He's going to slow down. Because he traditionally is not very good. And then he just still is good. That's didn't quite see that one coming. Um, if, if Julio Rodriguez can be even a quarter of what he was last week, that's like an MVP candidate player. Um, then you have the unicorn. You have Shohei Otani, who is just essentially a cheat code. Uh, still can't believe Nathan gave him up for what he did, but is what Man, it is. And that week from Julio was. Was it the best ever in our, our league's history? I mean, I, mean I, it, I remember that, that graphic that uh, Spencer put up, and it was amazing. Yeah, he, like, trounced the Yankees and like, everything as, like, as, like, a team. Yeah, so he went – so on the 16th, four for six, a run, two rubies, two steals. The next day, five for five, a run, a homer, five rubies. The next day, four for five, a run, a homer, a ribby, and two steals. The next day, four for six, two runs on a steal. <laughs> He, his his week-long total, he hit 568, two homers, 12 rubies, and six steals. That's incredible. Yeah, that's if, – if there's been a better week offensively, I don't remember it offhand. It would probably have to be, like, a crazy home run binge. Oh, like a guy As I say, the like, counting stats might be there, but the, the, hits, the hits just – that's the most impressive part to me. Four, five, four, four. That's crazy. It's, uh, it's like Corbin Carroll-esque in the first month of the season, as opposed to the last two months of the season where he just nosedived and, and uh, not, came out nowhere to take rookie of the year. I wouldn't say nosedived. He was still an all-DSAC team. Thank yeah, you I much. mean, you know, he's lost like team. six points on PR. But. I mean, hey, it's, it's his DSAC rookie year. He's only going to get better. You would hope. 
How would it be? Uh, so how do you think it's going to shake out, though? What's what's the uh, the categories? Uh, I think Ping takes this one eight four. I don't know. I just just the the two trends that are on. It's I don't I don't know the reference, but whatever the meme is of like the two kids that look very British in the car going opposite directions of each other, like those, <laughs> those are these two teams. I'm going give, to give a 7-5 ping. Uh, I tend to agree with basically everything you said. The whale kind of fluttered lately. So and we've all seen what ping, ping has been doing. Yeah. And uh, it's scary. It's, that's why I'm glad I'm on the side that I'm on. To me, if it's like basketball all, all over again, where I have uh, a sort of an okay team, but I have kind of the weaker – the side – you call it weaker, but the side that has more teams with obvious flaws that can be exploited. Okay. As opposed to your side, which is just three juggernauts. Uh, two juggernauts on you. Oh, two juggernauts and the whale. Um, it could be. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. You're not really a juggernaut either. No, like, did, you, did you see the roto table? I, if the roto table de- determined the playoffs, I would not be in the playoffs. Man, I, think, <laughs> I actually think that would be a great tiebreaker for this specific situation, this roto table. That, to me, is a fantastic idea. Because like it's a it's a good way to show like which team has been the best overall up to that point, as opposed to a random week of head to head. I mean, there's definitely worse ways you could do it. So, so we're, that, that's going to be a poll, guys. We're going to put that other in a poll. All right. So we're not exactly on the same page with your matchup projection, but let's, for the sake of this, try to you know pl- pl- play this out here. Pull up the. Uh, the playoff bracket here. So, Spam versus you. Do you think you have what it takes to take down Spam? Uh, I do. I do. And same reason with Mike. Like his offense is just overpowering. But I think I can get lucky when it comes to pitching, yeah. because he does. He's going to have to stream a lot on that end, and sometimes that can be a little up in the air. Uh, our matchup by one eight to four. Now again, that's just one week, but. Uh, it does. It does make me feel pretty good about my chances. Did I only play him once? I think so. Vegas. Yeah, just once. Eight four. Let's let's give it a little clicky clicky. All right. Uh, I would I would take. Yeah, offense we split pitching. I got ratios and save holds. Yeah. Oh, these these they've been a pretty good save hold team. They might have led the league in save holds this year. Uh oh. I think you might be right actually because I dropped out of first. So, if nothing else, it's at least a close one. Yeah, yeah, they got me by four. Uh-oh. Okay. But I like my chances more in the ratios and quality starts, so we'll see how that goes. I, I would take Mike against them, too. So, we're both in agreement here that the the finalist from that side of the bracket will be the winner of your matchup. Yes. Uh, but I love this. I, this side of the matchup is just teams I love. Even if I lose, I'll be okay with it, just because I love these people so much. And the other side is like Ping, myself. The other side is you, Josh, (laughs) who I like, but is never around. And Ping, I feel like a sort of, maybe not rivalry, a a sort of rivalry with him, just because he's such a good owner. And he's, he's not like a hype man like like Spencer is sometimes. So, uh, yeah, I feel like a a sort of rivalry with, with Ping. He's like a spicy Spencer to me. That's that's an interesting comparison. I, I could see it. 
All right, so then on, on my half, I'm taking, obviously, Ping over Josh. I think Ping beats me, and it's probably over by the end of Friday night. Yeah, I mean, you, you do have a good team, but his, he's just rolling right now. You can't stop the roll. The mudslides, man. He's just coming down the hill. I, I think he and I actually split our regular season series. I don't know. I I, I think I might have won more categories. Don't, don't Someone will fact check that, and it'll be wrong, as it always is. But I, I'm pretty sure we split, because I remember kind of bragging up the start. I had a really hot start. Like, hey, I beat the reigning champ, the reigning runner-up, and uh, the reigning regular season winner, like all within like a few weeks of each other. That was a fun, a fun stretch. Hasn't quite been the same since. Uh, but yeah, I just, I think the walleye are going to do what they did the last two years and they're going to one and done, except this time I have a bye week to postpone that an extra week. So, <laughs> that, so lucky. Such bullshit. Uh, Nola has the, the quality start in hand now. Damn it, man. So, Such a great first inning. <laughs> it did nothing. Let's see how bad mine has gotten by Weenins. Offense has been okay. Well, he's, he's gone through four with only three. How many pitches am I at with Weenins? 66. Okay. He's got to be clear. He's got to be good, but he's got a chance. He's not walking anyone. All right. So that leaves us essentially with Ping versus you or Mike. Uh, do you like your odds against Ping? No. God. Fuck. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're a grinder. Look, if you look at our win losses, our, our schedule, we are a team that grinds out wins. Um, we lose against the Frostbite. That's just in every sport, we just always lose against them. And we played down to our opponent against Keith and uh, the Frostbite again. But uh, we, no, actually, he beat our ass last time. No, we, we split 1 1. He beat our ass the first time. We won 7 5 the second time, most recently. Yeah. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, we're, we're, we're a chippy group. I feel good about my name. Yeah, I mean, so we'll give it to us 6 5 1. Yeah. Apes. So mine would be Mike versus Ping, and to be honest with you, I I don't know how I would really pick it. I think it's really close. I could really go either way. All I know is it would be very compelling watching from the other ten of us. Yeah, it, it, but uh, I probably wouldn't watch it because I whenever I'm not in the playoffs anymore, I get a little butthurt and I, I don't pay attention to anything. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it would it'd be for me like whenever the Raptors played the Bucks in the finals where I don't care who wins. I just hope they have a good time. Fair enough. I don't blame you. I'm not exactly uh, a man of great losing, like in, in terms of how I carry myself. I, I, I do lose in great fashion, um, but my attitude about it is not great. Especially on Sundays during football season. God, I, like – I, I, you have an idea how much it sucks having all of my my whole schedule being home matchups. Alex being the troll that he is, like, <laughs> what what did, what did the Walleye fans do to deserve that? Like, that, that that's like giving the the 2008 Lions 16 home games. I mean, it's giving your your franchise a lot of revenue, though. That's nice. Yeah, we'll 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 need it after we sell off all of our pieces for. Covering all the salary to maximize our return. Like, 
Like, there's a reason I gave Travis Kelsey four years. I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna compete with him for four years, but I think he can be relevant for four years, and that's gonna be a very nice return when someone can guarantee themselves Travis Kelsey for you know that, that for a chance. couple of second round picks. I th- I would hope I could get more than more than a couple of seconds for a free Travis Kelsey. But. I mean, he's, uh, he's getting old, man. He's getting old. I mean, I don't know. Okay, we're we're not going to have you try to submarine my guy's values here on the bottom of the pod. So let's transition over to the other thing we get to talk about: the GM awards. Barry was so kind to get me them uh, before today, before he went to bed. I would like to pull a record scratch on this for a moment. We do have one item that we need to talk about. Uh, I thought we were going to say well, that to the end. More that I need to inform the league of. Uh, I just want everyone to know that the. The home office is in negotiation with the frostbite. Uh, I can't get into it too much, but know that we are working night and day right now around the clock to bring them back. Um, you know, it's, it's touch and go. I have no guarantees, but we are uh, working hard. We're working hard. Guys, just know I am working hard. I, I, I can't help but feel that's not. Totally serious, but let's. I mean, I he's not there still, and I can guarantee there's nothing in my DMs. You know, like I've said, if it ever is an issue, I'm more than happy to just kick me out because he's a whole lot more valuable than I am. <laughs> oh, if only, if only I was that kind of owner. Okay, go for it. All right, so the first category is value MVP. We've got Austin Riley, Adelis Garcia, Yandy Diaz, Justin Steele, Spencer Strider, and Felix Bautista. Finishing sixth place is Felix Bautista. Finishing fifth place, Austin Riley. Fourth place, Yandy Diaz. Third place, Justin Steele. Second place, Spencer Strider. First place, Adelis Garcia. I'm happy to see Steele get up there to third. There's some respect there. I understand why Bautista didn't. He is a relief pitcher, so it is what it is. But uh, I like I like that people recognized that Steele is a pretty good value. I, I probably would have had Riley over him, but I don't I don't exactly don't know what Steele's PR is. But I what a, is is Steele on a minimum deal? Yes, five hundred thousand. Oh, mm, shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. For whatever reason, he's I, basically the pitching at least right now. Yeah, I thought pitcher side. I thought he was an extension by you when I was doing my ballot, so I would probably would have changed it. But I would have had Steele third anyway. Then in that case, and he is third, so I don't think it moved anything. Yeah, Garcia is a worthwhile winner because he's on a, a stupid cheap deal and uh, incredibly productive <laughs> this year. Yeah, shame that the, I had. Uh, uh, Shame that the, the, the best contract in DSAC couldn't crack the, the ballot after being traded to the walleye. Um, funny how that works out sometimes. Yeah. I, I, I like to think that the, the other owners are, aren't uh, biased whenever they cast their votes. I mean, I believe in them. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that you are calling their character into question, but I wouldn't ever do that. No, no, no. I was I was suggesting that Dylan Cease took a dive on me after he was no longer on Alice's team. That was kind of nice to see. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I try to be as objective as possible. I uh, I can't 
say I am that way 100% with these votings, but like 99% of the way I'm probably voting strictly off PR. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of ballots in which I may have a reason to be a little um, biased, uh, rookie of the year voting. We've got the aforementioned Corbin Carroll, we got Josh Young, we got Abby Rutschman, we got Bobby Witt Jr., and we have Gunnar Henderson. Two walleye, two Orioles. It's a really fun group. I don't know if we're going to see a, a rookie class this good for a little while. Maybe. Yeah, I agree. This is this is amazing. So finishing fifth place, Gunnar Henderson. That's and I, you know it could probably make a case for him to be four there, but this is a really yeah. strong group. Like I don't like finishing fifth there is like finishing second or first in like most years. Uh, number four is his teammate. In real life, Adley Rutschman. Number three, Josh Young. Number two, Bobby Wood Jr., which means Corbin Carroll wow. is your GM rookie of the year. I prefer to see this as the, the GMs seeing Corbin Carroll playing an outsized role on the pennant winner, uh, the, the one who won the, uh, the regular season and, and took that narrative into play versus a, t a player that missed the playoffs. Um, that's my story. So I actually too. voted for Corbin Carroll, number I did, one, I over Witt. I did too. <laughs> oh, uh, well, obviously. But only because, um, like, in real life, Witt is it's the second year. That was kind of my, my tiebreaker right there. Um, but I, I had them one and two. Uh, it wouldn't have changed my mind either way. It wouldn't have bothered me either way. Yeah, same here. Like, yeah, Witt had the, the better PR, but, like, both of them were just incredibly outstanding year just phenomenal players and you know not not loving the trade giving up bobby witt now I'm, I'm still hopeful that jordan lawler will be a, a quality shortstop and we all know how how big i am on Tarek skubel so i like to think that trade will age not poorly but Wade is doing a hell of a job on uh, trying to make it. Yeah, that way. He was pretty fucking amazing. He heated up right as Corbin Carroll got slow. Like, if you put their halves together, might have a true MVP. Like, oh, God, yeah. It was, it was incredible. I mean, they, they were basically just Ronald Cunha Jr. <laughs> combined. Pretty much, so. yeah. Yeah, that, that, that made me feel good to get, get Corbin Carroll there. So, Let's see how that goes. That leaves us with uh, Cy Young up next. Candidates George Kirby, Spencer Strider, Zach Gallon, Pablo Lopez, Garrett Cole, and Logan Webb. Finishing six with a no votes distinction is Pablo Lopez. That's unfortunate. You hate to see someone get no votes, but it's a pretty loaded group here. Yeah. Finishing fifth, Logan Webb. Finishing fourth, Zach Gallon. Oh, that's that's a shame. He was fourth on the PR though, but yeah. you know, not top fifteen for some, but fourth this year yeah. and a down year. Uh, finishing third is Garrett Cole. Finishing second is George Kirby, which means Spencer Strider is your GM Cy Young Award winner. Uh, this one was a, a quite literal coin flip. I don't know if you checked the PR totals or not this year, but they're separated by like two hundredths. Of a point. Oh wow! I didn't realize they were that close. I saw Strider on top. I was like, "Nice, ready to go, go, man." Yeah, they, those two were like razor, razor thin. I'll pull back the curtain here. I did vote for Kirby, but 
my logic was that of the five categories that a starting pitcher can affect, George Kirby had the better mark on four of those five. Strider just absolutely nuked him in K's, though. Yeah. And it's more fun to watch. Yeah, don't give you up. Yeah, trust me. It's uh, I, I like pitchers who are fun to watch, and I'm envious of Spencer Strider at the moment. It's a shame that he's he's stuck on such a, a dreadful team, but... We'll we'll see if his if his arm holds up to uh, to be a quality pitcher uh, when Scunthorpe's future hits, and uh, I believe the official uh, length of time on that is soon. Yeah, I was gonna say it. I think it's TBD constantly. TBD. If you never change your timeline off of soon, you never give a definitive timeline. You can't be challenged on it. Yeah. It's like your boss comes to you. Hey, Chris, when am I gonna give these reports? S- soon. Yeah. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, that was a, a very talented pitching group this year. Uh, some very strong performances, even if the offensive environment has changed over the last uh, calendar year, which has seen an uptick in offense, which is it's good for the ratings. It's good for the offense, of course. But I'm a sucker for good pitching. I would not mind a lot of two-one or three-two ball games, but that's not going to sell tickets or sell ads. So, yeah. And that leaves us with the big one. MVP. We've got Shohei Otani making his GM Award MVP ballot debut. Uh, we've got Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Matt Olson, Kyle Tucker, and Ronald Acuna Jr. It's really Otani's first first time on the MVP ballot. Yeah, Barry. Did, Barry just didn't put him on last year. I don't know why. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, finishing sixth with another no votes distinction is. Kyle Tucker. Sorry, Mike. He had a really good year. Yeah, he's, he's definitely the man out of all of those. That was pretty easy. Finishing fifth, uh, Matt Olson having a hell of a year for your Braves. Yeah, he is. Just decided that he, I don't, if I remember correctly, I don't think he started off super well, but then over the last like three months, he's like, what if every other time I made contact with the ball, it was a home run? Yeah. So, uh, nuts, nuts offense is. Really good with him and Corey Seager. <laughs> Shame that yeah, he if he could just get a couple of decent pitchers and maybe a healthy Woodruff, he'd be he'd be a tough team to beat. Yeah. Be, it would be very hard to, to finish over him. Uh, we got. I did make some some play for Olsen, and I just could not get him to say yes to my shitty yes offer. Yeah, I I did inquire on Seager, and I was um, maybe I shouldn't have been, but I was a little surprised to see that it wasn't. Uh, a futures offer he was interested in. Like, oh, well, fuck, I'm out of him. I, <laughs> I don't really He's a Rangers it. fan, though, so. Yeah, that's true. I, I didn't even try on Seager, who had an incredible year. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah well, for me, uh, when I was looking to upgrade shortstop at the end, it was either him or a shortstop on a different team. And the other owner uh, said they would only trade their shortstop for Shohei Otani. <laughs> so... Uh, okay. I, gotcha. I, I quickly went to, eh, well, you know, maybe I should inquire on Seager or at least just try. And then, yeah, then. Uh, number four, Mookie Betts. I don't know if I said it or not before we got sidetracked there. Okay. Number three, Freddie Freeman. Uh, apparently, these notes I have suggest that Freeman and Betts were tied, but to break the tie, Barry went with the higher PR score. Which. Oh, doesn't he usually denounce the PR? That's Spencer who really, really gets on PR. I mean, that's all Barry's top fives are, are just him looking at the PR and giving the top five for each category. 
Number two is, it's really not a surprise, it's, it's Acuna. That means Shohei is the MVP. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the player rater, there's only like a, a five-unit difference between Otani and Acuna, and I believe the PR only tracks Otani's offense. I think it's safe to say that Otani is over a, a five-unit PR pitcher. Yeah, I don't, don't know how it's produced, for, but that would make sense to me. Yeah, like, I, I, either way, I, I don't see how Otani loses this as long as he's playing full seasons at an all-star level on both sides of the ball. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's the best baseball player ever, potentially. I I don't know if you need to put even a potentially on that. It's it's really, it's really, it's really impressive. It really is. For him to be this good on the pitching side for, what is this now? three years in a row where he's been a really good pitcher is just so incredible. Yeah. He's, he's one of those people where when you're old and gray and rocking in a chair and you're talking to younger generations, you get to be like, Hey, I got to watch this guy play. Yeah. It it pains me that he's going to win the MVP because Acuna, I mean, I love him. He's a brave, but I just don't see how Otani doesn't win MVP for our league for TSAC. Honestly? I haven't filled it in yet. I've filled in everyone else, but I was trying to convince myself to go with Acuna, but I mean, I feel like I have to go with Otani. Yeah, I honestly almost wonder at this point if it's worth just making like a third MVP, just giving like Otani. Like (laughs) he he gets his own award, uh, and then you just give like a a best hitter and best... Maybe we'll we'll do NLAL. No, because not not for TSAC, because then you... At that point, it would almost make sense to divide us up into divisions, but that's not really as fun. I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah I'm not doing that. So, yeah, I would almost just give Otani his own award, then you have an MVP and a Cy Young, and that almost seems more fair. That way other people have a chance to get it. Oh, my God. Nola is still going out there. Seven innings, only two runs. Fuck that guy. It's a shame you didn't get his brother out there on the mound. and then he got the, the, the good one. Oh, and Weenins gave up five. Fucking Christ. This was a blue matchup. <laughs> and it wasn't even to Pete Alonso. Well, Pete Alonso got one of those. <sighs> okay, anyhow. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, At a moment. An emotional reaction. Hey, I mean, I got, I got, got uh, a couple pods ago when... Uh, I was told to look at uh, Corbin Burns when he got nuked by the Braves, or by the the D-backs in the first inning. Uh, You're like, oh, you give up like two runs. Oh, oh God. Yeah, it was was a pretty prolific display of vulgarity by me in those five seconds. yeah. Any anything else you feel the need to to wrap up with here? Do we have do we have any other like lead stuff you should like mention? Yes. So this is something that I want people to start thinking about. Um, whenever we first, and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to at least present this as a poll. If not, just do it. Um, but I think it's, I'm going to make it a poll. But uh, whenever we first made this league, I just kind of picked a salary. Like I've added up what it was, and then I just went like 10, 15 mil above uh, what a team's normal salary was, you know, for trades and extensions or whatever. Yeah. Um, when we quickly expanded to the other uh, sports, I did the same thing. And 
it's kind of it's always kind of bugged me because with baseball as if you want to call baseball as a standard uh but you could choose any sport as the standard sport all of the uh, average salaries are different and that for me has always been kind of like something in the back of the head that's kind of bugged me um maybe it hasn't bugged anyone else but it has bugged me so i'm thinking and i want people to at least think about this for a bit is uh, um a, a sort of salary cap adjustment. It's not going to be a huge adjustment. I'm, if I were to do it, it would be adjusted to, I think, football, because football is the most generous, and I'd rather give people money than take away money. But uh, I haven't done the math yet, but I, do, I wouldn't think it'd be more than a few million for each sport. It's not really enough to make a huge dent, but like not this year would have been probably would have liked to have, you know, $3 million more for baseball or uh, not baseball for, no, well, I guess it wouldn't matter for football, but, but for those who are on the line, it, it, they'll give you a couple million more. Uh, but you know, I, I'm not, I'm not uh, super convinced either way, but I think it's something I might bring up as a poll, but I want everyone to think about that. All right. So just to be clear here, if I understand it right, it would be to normalize the salaries based on the number of roster spots. Yeah. Okay. So I think football, I have it in one of the tabs, but uh, one, one sports, but football is like 7 million per player um, is their kind of average. So I think baseball is at like five and I forget the other two, but baseball, basketball, and hockey would see a slight increase in, in overall salary cap. Uh, but I'm going to take a look at it. If it's uh, too dramatic, then I probably won't do it. Or if I do, I'd bring football down for next year. This would be a next year thing, though. If I would suggest if you're going to move it down to give maybe more than a, like an offseason a notice. It would, it would depend on how much it moves. Oh, uh, if it's like a million, then is that really oh, yeah. Yeah. that big of a deal? I don't know. Probably but. Not. Something to think about for everyone. Uh, then I oh, guess two would be. Yeah. I guess next would be like. I'm pretty sure you said it, but we're doing basketball free agency next. Yeah, I don't have a date for that. Uh, I have. I took PTO next week, so hey. I can fuck with everyone. I can fuck with everything on the sports without being having to worry about doing a report or being busted nice. by my boss. So that's good. Uh, do we have a contingency plan for a certain someone who has given us a couple of false starts yet? Uh, I have talked to a couple of people on my end. Uh, it's it's hard because basketball is fourteen teams, um, you know, so we don't we can't pull from our pool here. Because Kevin, I mean, Kevin would be the guy to go to. I think Kevin already does. Kevin have a football or no? He has a basketball team. Yeah, yeah. he has a basketball team. So I can't pull. I can't pull him. Um, I have one or I have one guy in particular who I think would do it, but I kind of don't want him to be a part of the league. He's kind of annoying. <clears throat> so we'll, we'll see if I end up going that way. Um, can I suggest, but it is, it is being thought about. Could I suggest Dylan? I know Keith was very, very complimentary of Dylan's abilities. No, D I didn't kick Dylan out. Dylan left because he doesn't want to do ESPN leagues anymore. Yeah. Oh I, my I god, he gave just... up another run. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Okay, just yeah. 
ruin my ratios day one. What a bitch. I was just saying, not for like run the team. I just meant for like free agency. Like come in, Dylan could kind of like be like, you know, oh, this is what the team looks like, and probably, you know, at least do the bidding. Uh, I probably, uh, I guess it's something I can think of. I'm still in a league. Well, I'm not in a league with him, but I'm I'm in a league chat that he's also a part of. Let me see if he said anything in a while. Yeah, he has. You can okay. uh, just as, as long as he doesn't. <laughs> Keith gets. Uh, just, you know, he, he checks out and he comes home. He has like three Moses Brown contracts on that. Yeah, all right. <sighs> so, Sam, I don't know what is going on. I, I don't know what's going on with him, man. Have, have you had any like DMs or has all your contact no, been through no. the chat? He, uh, I've sent him a DM. All he's all I've seen from him is that one that started off coherent and then he just yelled Bregman at the end and then he disappeared ever since. <laughs> Yeah, that's like this. That's like the second false start. Oh, you're like, oh, sorry, you had a brief yeah, ER stint. Uh, be good to go here, and then just sounds for like two weeks, and then, but and like you said, like a half a coherent message, and then like everything just like went off the rails. Like, oh, jeez. Yeah, so I don't, I don't really know what's going on there. Um, you know, obviously his health comes before the league or whatever. Yeah, but, they, uh, the last thing I, I want to. Yeah. yeah, the last thing I want to see happen to anyone is health-related issues with their ability to participate in the league. Yeah, I'm going to start checking the obituaries, though. So I did DM Alex that I had checked that. He's like, <laughs> he's like actually, I did, too. And then he followed up by saying, actually, I checked... Kiefer Lavely obituary and Kiefer Lavely arrested. <laughs> um, uh, luckily, man. all of our searches came up empty. But the, well, the, he's such a he's such an original name too. That's good. At least he's not mine. Like Chris Martin, you're never gonna find. Yeah, like the day the guy from Coldplay croaks. Like, dude, it was so hard to get an apartment for the longest time because <laughs> thankfully I was moving with my wife at the time my girlfriend but because my name and birthday is so common these places don't actually go by social even though they claim they do um i could there's only one apartment that ever let me put my name on the lease the other three denied me every single time i had to be as a uh, unnamed guest that's unfortunate I, I i yelled at one lady i was like just look at the description i'm not a 150 pound black guy in iowa i am not this person put me on the fucking lease they wouldn't do it all right but yeah it was just you know kind of funny that two of us had independently the same idea to, to check <laughs> obituaries yeah. uh yeah so i i don't think i i could think of anything else for like league issues here because you know we've, we've you kind of just went over the free agency order just as a reminder you talked about the one potential salary adjustment yeah, I yeah, I'm blanking on anything else that could possibly be a league issue that we would talk about here. So, everyone, think about your friends. We have someone who would be super active in the league because I might have to, you know, end up replacing Keith if he is dead or just doesn't the, show up for another month. But I mean, I think the the path of least resistance would be. I know Kevin has talked about football, being really into football, and I know he's kind of talked baseball prospects at times. 
I don't know. I don't know if it would be simpler for you to find a, a basketball only manager or a three sport manager, but for the sake of keeping it within the league, I think Kevin would be a, a good addition. So that's that's also a problem that you, uh, the the basketball only. I have another manager who has expressed interest in leaving basketball, so I'm having I'm already having to find someone else there as well. Well, so to we me, will. that wouldn't we couldn't we just give Kevin the other two teams and then just if we have two people leaving, do we do like a dispersal draft? Just go down to twelve. Uh, nah, I would I wouldn't do a dispersal draft. I mean, if, if I were to do something like that, it would be a full-on league-shaking 12 teams for everything, including adding two for hockey, and that's just going to be a whole headache, and I'm, I'm not going to contract. All right. I, you know, I just figured, if, I don't know if it would be easier to just remove two from the one sport, but that is why you are paid the big bucks to commission this league. So. Yeah, that's why I spend the big bucks for everyone else to commission this league. I think that's probably all we have here then. So thank you very much for your time. As always, appreciate it. Good luck yep. on the ba or the baseball match of this week. And, you know, maybe if a lot of things go right, we face off yet again somehow before the season ends. Go apes! Apes! GDA! Bye. All right. Go F1. Go eat. All right, and before we hit the outro here, a, a brief message to Alex, despite the fact that Alex is supposedly boycotting the podcast. <clears throat> Where are you? And I'm so sorry. I cannot sleep. I cannot dream tonight. Uh, and I don't have the vocal abilities to sing, really, so we're just going to leave you with the uh, the famous lines there from that song and uh, head over to the, uh, the outro before I embarrass myself any further. All right, that's all we got for this week. A big thank you to Chris for coming on. Uh, a big thank you to Barry for getting out the GM Award survey and getting me the results in breakneck speed. That was very impressive to get all of that tabulated and reported to me. And always, of course, appreciate the effort to doing things like that for the league to help make this league such a fantastic place. So... That being said, I think we're we're done here. So let's wrap this up. Uh, best of luck to those of you uh, who have a baseball matchup this week. Don't know what that feels like. Uh, and I will catch you all next time. <laughs>